listening to the Align with Alora podcast, and I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. I created this podcast because I was sick of the message constantly being pushed to us that we needed to hustle without rest. When I stumbled across the word Align, I realized that there can be a balance of both. There's a time to hustle, and there's also a time to rest and reflect. Instead of overworking and to burnout, I realized that we need to plan, strategize, and systemize our businesses and our minds for success. Keep listening, leave a review, tag me that you're listening on Instagram, and let's align our businesses together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I originally recorded this episode, um, and for some reason, I sounded like a chipmunk that was in slow motion. I can't describe it to you any better than that. So I'm just going to re-record this and re-upload this, and we're going to act like those some hundred people didn't even listen to the first slow motion chipmunk voice. Um, But this episode, I really wanted to talk about five things that I really wish I didn't take for granted in my 20s. Um, I feel like the 20s is just – your 20s is such a weird time. Like I know I just turned 30, but I guess I'm talking about my early 20s. Um, I think that's when I started trying to figure out what I want to do in life. And, you know, a lot of people are asking you for some reason at a very young age, what do you want to do? What's your career? What are you going to school for? And you think you know. You really think you know. My husband knew. I did not. I was just kind of doing a little bit of everything. But my ultimate goal, which is really funny looking at it now, but my ultimate goal was to be a stay-at-home mom that had like five kids. Like (laughs) stay-at-home mom that had five kids. And I was like, you know what? I'm really good at web design. I'm just going to have a web design business where I work from home um, and raise my five kids. Like that sounds like the absolute dream life for me. So that is what I did. Um, And so I pursued that degree. And in the middle of the degree, I was like, oh, no, this is not for me. Um, But back then, it was mostly about coding, and I had to code from scratch. And I was dedicated. Like, I would go home on my parents' like, ooh, I don't even know. Was it a Dell? I don't know. It was like one of those like clanky computers. Like, the kids nowadays have no idea what I'm talking about. But it was a clanky computer, and I was like putting in codes in HTML and href codes and all, all the nerdy, amazing stuff. And I would get headaches and I was like, oh, this is just not fun. I can't like I really cared more about the design than the building. And now it's so much easier to create websites thanks to like things like Show It and Wix and Squarespace. But back then it was a little bit different. And so I found myself really trying to like succeed at this thing. Like I was very competitive with myself, even as a young kid, like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the best at this, which means I will be practicing like 24 seven. I would be coding at like midnight. I would be coding at like two in the morning and then I would go to work. I had two jobs like and I was going to school over full time because I didn't want to graduate um, late. So I would actually go to school during the summer and I would probably take anywhere between like five to ten credits during the summer with my two jobs. Uh, (laughs) Wow, I was so crazy just so I could finish on time and just so I could have my degree by a certain time like realizing that I feel like I've always been this way, like a a little bit obsessed with achieving goals. Um, But here I am. And so I just remember in my 20s, like people always asking me, but I wasn't even really sure. I just kind of gave the answer that we were 
supposed to give because like if you have a career you say oh i'm gonna be a web designer i'm gonna get a master's degree they're like oh that's great that's really cool i'm like yep mm -hmm." and then that failed so i think one the main thing i would say is (laughs) you don't have to have everything planned out by 20. i think the light bulb for me to go full-time in my business i was 25. i was the idea came to me at 24. But um, the actual like implementation and I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I feel like I understood where I wanted to go in life at 25, not like in my early 20s or like just graduating from high school. You don't really know. Um, And I think that has to do with life experience as well, like all the jobs that I was taking. And um, I think in college, I took a class of photography And I really didn't – it's so funny because I just – this story is not like the typical like, yes, I've had a camera since I was five. And like we all did. Let's be real. The instant camera that we took to Walmart and got like really, you know, amazing 90s portraits. But, you know, the the thing was is that I (laughs) – I didn't quite know this was going to be my life. Like if you would have told me at 20 that – I would be having like two kids um, and I would run my own business, well, multiple businesses, and I would be working from home like I wanted to, um, but it's not going to be web design. It's going to be like photography and like education and all these other things and a podcast. Like what was a podcast back in like (laughs) 2009? (laughs) And it's just crazy. So I have to say the first thing is don't put anything like set in stone like Unless you're really for sure, like be flexible. I think being flexible and like allowing yourself to kind of experience life, take those really scrappy vacations and like, you know, take those red eye flights and just live your life like to the fullest. I really think that a lot of people nowadays are so like, like millennials and like younger generation Z, I guess they're so like adamant about making six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures by a certain age. And they think they're already behind because they have grown up in social media that it's not, it's not like, it's not something that they should be focusing on in their twenties, maybe their thirties. But as far as like early twenties, I wish I would have traveled more than focusing on getting a degree that I don't even use. Like what? Um, That would be the first thing. Uh, The second thing, I wish that I started a savings account and had multiple bank accounts. Like I know I use Huntington um, and they allow me to have like I think up to 10 checking accounts. And so that is how I organize my money because if I see it, I spend it. But if when I get paid and I divide it equally, which that'll be a future podcast in the future about how I organize and manage my money as a business manager, I mean, as a business owner, um, but I wish that I would have started saving earlier. Like I would get a paycheck and I'd be like, all right, I have $500 to blow to zero instead of like thinking about investing and saving and um, dividing that money towards things I wanted um, and then not ever using credit cards like Oh my gosh, retail credit cards are the worst. And I remember paying having to pay so much um back interest. Or actually, I think it was like upfront, like Victoria's Secret credit card, I think was like 28%. Like, oh, oh, interest. It was awful. So <laughs> I think I wish I would have taken advantage of my money and I and I wouldn't have to have had to struggle 
so long with understanding how to use it um, and how to organize it and make sure that I was set up for success versus thinking that money means you can spend it. So that is definitely um, a huge, uh, that would have been a huge game changer for us when we first got married. And my husband is a natural saver. He's a minimalist. Enneagram 5 literally never spends his money. But for me, I didn't understand that, like that that it makes sense to me. Um, so I had to eventually um, watch a Dave Ramsey. I think he, there's someone uploaded like a full video where he walks you through the seven um, baby steps. And I watched that and it literally changed my life. I haven't taken a single course. I have not subscribed to his podcast, but that video was like, wait a minute. I can have control of my money. I can put it away and not touch it and like, you know, constantly add money to it. And like, that makes sense. And so that had really changed the game for me. I think if you can take anything away and you just don't look up Dave Ramsey at all, at least set aside the $1,000 savings account. For some reason, that seems to kind of shift your mind into thinking that I don't know. It's weird. It's like once you can save that $1,000, you almost want to be competitive like I can save more than that. And that's how like your emergency savings account becomes like so much more money because you're it's like getting you in the habit of setting money aside, setting money aside, setting money aside instead of being like this is how much money I have. And then now that I've been doing this for years, I can say to myself like, okay, I just got paid, but this is not all my money and I don't touch it one bit until I get home in my online baking and I divide all of that money where it's supposed to go for my business, for myself, and for all the different savings accounts I have. And then I'm left with this is the amount that I actually can freely spend. I know. I sound like a I sound like a money mindset coach now. <laughs> but that is like a huge one. So like that's why I'm probably taking so long with this episode, but controlling like taking control of my money would have been a big one. Um Okay. Yeah. So the sec- So the third one would be that I didn't force myself to grow up so fast. I think something about the 20s, like when you become <laughs> 20, you're like, I'm an adult now. Um, nobody can tell me anything. I've known, I've been around for 20 years. I'm the smartest. These adults don't know what they're talking about. Nobody understands me. I'm just going to do this, this, then that. And I do wish that um, I still kind of enjoyed my life more instead of trying to convince people to take me seriously a lot, which I can understand. Like you think 20 is like an adult. I think 30 is an adult. My dad laughs at me because he's 50 and I'm like, I don't really want to be 50, but he's like, you're a baby. And I'm like, I'm not a baby. I'm 30. 30 comes with some type of grown up mentality, right? (laughs) I mean, I understand age is just a number, but geez. But anyway, so the fourth thing I would also say is taking the risk unapologetically. Um, and <laughs> like I mentioned before, taking a break from over planning the future. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. I feel like if I could go back, I would probably just say a lot of I don't know. Like, instead of people always um, asking me what I want to do and what I want to be, And I do think we need to kind of stop like the culture of instead of just asking people how they are, asking people what they do for a living and how much they make, it's almost like you're sizing someone up before you even get the chance to know them. And I don't know where that came from. And like I find myself because I have so much time these days, you know, because we're not as busy due to COVID, 
wondering like what started all of these things um but yeah the future usually works out on its own and being naive and carefree until you have to take yourself seriously do it take the trip hang out with your friends um because when you're (laughs) trying to be established and trying to build a family and all those other things you have those memories to look back on like I live my life to the fullest and I did travel a lot too before I got married and all those other things and it was great so try not to grow up too fast just kind of take it step by step and enjoy the stage that you're in um another one I would say is spend time with your loved ones while you still have them so I didn't really realize because I was a little narcissistic. I feel like, you know, the younger you are, the more you think everything is about you. But as you're growing up, you forget that, you know, your grandparents and your parents are also growing old too. And the older you get, the more people you start losing close to you. Um, I lost one of my really close friends to suicide, I think, my first year of college. And I was so confused. That was the first lot, like major loss I've ever had. Um, Everyone in my family is relatively healthy, and I think after that happened, I was like, what is this feeling that I cannot control, that something was literally snatched from me, and I never, ever will get a moment to talk to this person ever again? Um, And then you start going, you know, I was just reflecting, like, man, why didn't we didn't, like, Facebook was just coming out, like, why didn't I Facebook her, you know, all these other things, and That was my first dose of spend time with people in your life while you have them. Um, I mean, especially for me, like experiencing family tragedies and losing my grandmother without any type of notice and we've lost friends and like accidents and it's just been such a crazy time. I think I, you, you don't ever want to look back and have regrets. Like, so I, I tend to live my life without regrets now. If there's someone on my mind or someone that um, I feel like needs something or needs help, I'll like text them or reach out to them. Um, Social media, I don't know. I think it's different when you text someone because social media is very convenient. Anyone can message that person. But if you have their number and you can call them up and just be like, hey, how's it going? It's been a while. Like you're on my mind. How are you doing? And that just goes to such great lengths, I think, and lets them know that you appreciate them. Um, so yeah, just remember that you don't get that time and you don't get those people back. So while they're here, please make amends, spend time with people, have a good time, forgive each other because the worst feeling in the world will be you never reached out and all you have now is like their de, not deactivated, but you know, their Facebook account to reflect on all the people that are like, we miss you, come back and photos of you guys that you shared, but it doesn't erase the fact that they're now gone. Um, so in a sense, um, just try to like not take people <laughs> um, for granted. Oh, man. Okay, the last one. <laughs> I really wish I didn't like – what do you call this? I wish I didn't let people tell me like who I was. Or let people determine what I thought about myself. So I kind of always been like a no-nonsense girl. 
Um, I've always hung around like my grandmother and she's always literally said what was on her mind. I don't know if it's like the Native American or whatever, but like I come from a very blunt family. But you can't ever be like, oh, my gosh, what was was she thinking? Because we told you. (laughs) Um, And I guess growing up, a lot of people didn't think that was, like, cool. And there was adults in my life that, you know, thought that my confidence was, like, a threat. And I I wasn't, like, like, confident in, like, what I looked like. It was more like just who I was. Like, this is my opinion, you know. Um, But – I think that's also kind of like a thing about women too. Like women should be silent. Women should be X, Y, Z. And I've never really stood for that. My dad has raised me that I women are very capable of doing anything and everything. So I thought I was capable of doing everything and every anything and everything. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, it was a stigma probably more in the 90s than it is now. There are a lot of CEO women and I feel like women are just like really killing it in business right now. But back then that was kind of like almost unheard of. Like me starting a business was still kind of weird to some people. They were like, you're going to start a business? Like you're not going to – I don't know. Now that I think about it. I actually did not reflect too much before I recorded this podcast. But I do wish that I was like very – like a lot more set in my ways and – but then again, I was younger. So I think that this has been a process. Um, now I can recognize like I have a, an unusual, like unique strength in myself and I'm naturally motivated. I'm naturally very confident that I'm capable of doing something. And I've never really been a follower. I've always kind of been like a leader and just wanted to do things my own way. Um, and I, I highly suggest that you know, as you're like developing, well, I guess the 20 year olds, as you're developing and growing that you understand you are so capable. And, um, despite like people trying to tell you that you can or cannot do something like I've noticed that sometimes when adults have regrets, they kind of try to kill the dreams of others, but that's like on them. That's their own insecurity. Um, the older you get, the more you realize people will say things without even thinking. And it has like, that's why I say age is just a number because I know people that are older that should be acting more mature that don't. And so I can just say to myself, you know, that person's going through something and just kind of dismiss it, um, instead of taking everything personal. And I think like, as you're developing into an adult, you realize that you take more things personal than you should. And you have to tell yourself like that they have an issue and that has nothing to do with me. They're just taking it out on me. So I don't even remember what the first episode went, but this is kind of like a summary of what I would basically tell any 20-year-old in my life. Seriously, just save your money. Take control of your money while you can before it gets out of hand. You don't want to be in your late 40s and 50s just not having a clue. And (laughs) um, also just to try to develop that confidence in yourself. Set little small wins, small goals, and just crush them. And that will naturally build your confidence. Uh, Please enjoy the people in your life while you can. You don't know how much time you have left with them. Be unapologetic. Take the travels. Hang out with your friends. And literally just live in this amazing time in your life before you become old and bougie like some of us. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm just so thankful that you guys are here on this podcast. I'm so excited for the next couple months when we're going to dive into some amazing business trainings. And I cannot wait. I have everything laid out in a calendar for the next six months, guys, because 
I'm due in January. What in the world? So we might have a New Year's baby. We might not. I don't know. But in the meantime, I'm just kind of finishing up like these reflection and mindset episodes um, until we start getting into the nitty gritty of developing your business, taking control of your time, and uh, all the things that you have been asking me on Instagram. I know I've done a couple polls over the past like year and a half, and I've written all of them down. So they are all screenshotted and stored away. So I have not forgotten about any of you guys. I've written everything down and I have been waiting for this moment to launch it and we're going to go out with a bang. I cannot wait. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Feel free to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me on Instagram if you're listening. And if you want to be anonymous, then just feel free to listen. I don't mind. But I love to know what episodes you guys are loving so I can make more content that you guys love. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.